You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. There should be an echo there because I'm almost at the end of the world. (laughs) I am in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Hold up your hand. And at the very top, the very tip top of that hand is the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, where there are many many followers of Tim Talks, and all of them have a message for you, Brother Wolf. Oh, yes. That's it. <laughs> the raspberries. <laughs> I was going to record one of the guys. The uh, the uh, May family is here, and they, they're the family that's, you know, gone back and forth yes, with you about yes. the Ohio State controversy. So they were here, and they said, man, we, we love listening to you guys. And the guy said... Well, he says, how's it feel to be number two on Tim Talks? I said, you're cheering for Wolven as number one? He goes, oh, yeah, we love to hate him. <laughs> See, hated by people I don't even know. That's that's good, know. man. Well, they know you, though. They know you. Well, yeah. We've been, we've well, anybody who ever knows me hates me, so I'm not worried about that. Join the crowd. The masses. I don't hate I you. I know. You're just repulsed by me. I can't stand you, but I, I don't hate you. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. Oh, uh, so I am in Kinross, Michigan, at Fundamental Baptist Church, where I've been every year for the last oh man, twelve or fifteen Amen. years for their camp, Camp Canaan Land. They charge ninety nine dollars for camp. They've started twenty years ago at ninety nine dollars. They said we're never going to change from ninety nine dollars. Wow. So I'm here for senior camp. I, I alternate between senior camp and junior camp every other year. So I'm here for senior camp, and they this year oh, okay. have had. So how how's the shuffleboard and the geriatrics uh, exercise yeah. group for all the seniors it's there? It's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, here here in Michigan, it's either skeet, skeet shooting or target practice. <laughs> so that's what they do. Senior high, senior high team yes. week. And uh, they have the highest registration in history this week. Awesome. So, yeah, they have 145 kids registered. He said, that's not that's not counting the kids who are going to just show up. He said, we have 150 beds. He said, we're, that's awesome. we're in trouble. Yeah, so they it's going to be thought great I with was workers. Coming. They did. They showed your picture, and, <laughs> and like rats, they began to uh, run to the trough. My picture was so. on every skeet. It is. Play pigeon. it is. <laughs> yeah. They're all red. They're all red, too. <laughs> Scarlet so, and gray skeets. So, uh, that's clay right. Pigeons. So, so excited about that. Looking forward to that. Um, we're just, you know, just getting started. Amen. And as this airs, we'll be a week behind. But, uh, oh, man. And then uh, some even greater, more exciting news for you. Are yes, you ready? I'm ready. We have a new. Tim Talks listener. Awesome. I'm very excited about it. I want to give a shout out to one Bob Stone, my dad. Oh, that's great. After all these years, 
he's finally figured out how to get on TikTok. That Talks. is awesome. So he was he was at a friend's house the other day, and um, she's a fairly new listener, Georgie. She's a fairly new listener from uh, from the Brantford area, Six Nations Reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're native. And so he's out there visiting, and they got talking about Tim Talks, and she started playing them, and she sent me pictures of my dad crying, laughing. <laughs> and I tried to set him up a few you know, years ago, so he could so he could get it. But she said, I, I went through step by step, and it should be able to get it. And so my dad at 80, 82, 83 years of age is now one of our newest Tim Talks listeners. That's awesome. That's awesome. And he sent me a note and said, what's it like being number two to Dan Wolver? <laughs> oh. Love you, Dad. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. So that's the that's the big news this week. You just finished a great smite program in Cleveland. Oh, it was tremendous. A hundred and nine save for the week and wow. just just wow. wonderful. Just wonderful. It's wow. so good to see, you know, things going on and continuing and praise God for that. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. A whole new generation of young people who are Excited about telling other people about Jesus Christ. I love. Yeah, and we it. had all it. of our, all of our uh, kids that went. There was nine of us all together, and and so they gave their testimonies on Sunday night. It was, it was really good, really, really good. Yeah, I, I had a young lady who has been following for a little bit. Contact me. She went to her very first, um, very first Smite program. She goes, I got to lead two people to the Amen. Lord. She was so excited. Amen. So, that's neat. That's what it's all Amen. about. And. Uh, you know, post-COVID, some things have changed, but it. I, I think people are really beginning with that number coming to this camp. Um, uh, Brother Doug McLean in um, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, who runs our camp, yes, mm-hmm. just contacted me, said we have, I'm doing the junior high week there, and uh, they have, um, I think they said 50 boys registered to come for that week and 20 girls. That's great. Um, just excited that we've got some young Amen. men and the potential to be able to encourage them for the ministry. So, yeah, great things. So, uh, I love it. Amen. I love it. I love it. Well, but things as this airs uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, Baptist Ed website will go live. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I forgot that um, I had scheduled those different videos to drop on Facebook yeah. or. Uh, YouTube, and so here I'm driving a bus on Smite, and I'm getting all these texts from, hey, where can I get Baptist Head? And I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? But it's because I dropped, dropped those videos. So yeah. we've got one yeah. as, we air, as we're recording this tomorrow, another one will drop. And then, you know, as people are listening to this, another one will drop as the website opens up, and then another one two awesome. days later, so... Wow, good, good. Yeah, I put it out on my Instagram and Facebook uh, account and uh, got great response. Awesome. A uh, number of folks excited about that. So the the website goes live, is it August, August 1st? August 1st, yep. Right, right, right. Awesome. Yeah, so folks, let me let me tell you, let me, let me toot this guy's horn for you. Um, this is an incredible opportunity for you to be able to share great doctrinal truths in a very... I don't want to say simplistic, but easy to understand, mm-hmm. um, very well done, cartoonish type presentation. I I love it. I think it's going to be a great hit. I think you're going to do very well with it. 
And uh, I encourage you, if you're a youth pastor, especially if you work in a kids program, get these. The, the price on them that you have set is too low. I'm telling you that right now. I oh, think well, I just want to make it accessible. And I have to recoup exactly. what, what we've put into it. So, Yeah, you've put if you took if you kept track of the hours that you've put into that oh my goodness you spent thousands yeah we've of hours. got uh, right now we've got 187 minutes of video available and so some are wow. some are series i'm working on singles and series and things like that right now baptist distinctives is a series and uh Calvinism is a series, and I love, yeah. I personally love yeah. the Calvinism series the best because it it is so simple, and I'm I'm making a lot of fun of Calvinism. So. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you've got to check it out, and I encourage you. And would you do this for us? Would you post it in your accounts to get yes, even more traction? Yes, that would be great. That would be Wolf. great. If you would do that, yep. yeah, that'd be great. If you go to Baptist to... Ed Videos on Facebook mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Baptist Ed Videos on YouTube or Baptist Ed mm-hmm. Videos on Twitter. Now, I haven't, I'm going to have to get a blue check in order to put videos on Twitter, you know, but mm-hmm. other, I, I'll take care of that this week. But yeah, we got to get you on Instagram too. Instagram's huge. Is it? Young people love I yeah, think I've got an account because my son said, you better. Before you go live, you better put in a, get an account for all of them so nobody steals, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the account. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. So so congratulations on that. A lot of hard work and uh, great, great news. So good things happening all around. Um, we were talking before we went to, uh, to record here that, you know, we've seen a lot of changes in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about the SMITE program. That's that's really changed over the years. And, and in Canada— we made huge changes to that program over the years. And I I wonder, do we do most people know when it is time to change or do most of us just hang on to things till they die? Or, you know, are, are we in a are we in a generation of change? Those are some questions I've got and wonder about our ministries. Um, obviously, Baptist Ed is something new. That's very creative. Um, and I, I don't know that we've ever had anything like that in, in the realm of fundamentalism. I don't think I've seen it anywhere else. Um, you've made some changes. What, what prompted you to change the way that you present doctrine to people? Well, for me, you see a need. And so I, I, I think that there's a, I think there's a very valid uh, point of updating ministry. I think that we, you know, as we're we're looking at ministry, I think everybody wants it fresh. Everybody wants it vibrant. Uh, everybody wants it. Um, uh, I don't want to say attractive, but that's sort of it today. And uh, so, how do you how do you make that difference between? I want to stay scriptural. I want to stay absolutely not not diverting my position. And so while we were bouncing some things around, we just sort of came up with the idea of uh, words as far as updating ministry. Whenever you go to mm-hmm. update ministry, uh, you know, here's some words that, that sometimes we use, and I hope that we all think of it the same way. Right, right. 
I I would say the first word that comes to mind for me would be adaptation mm-hmm. or adapting. Yeah. We have to adapt to a changing generation, and it's it's moving at almost break breakneck speed sometimes. Adapting sometimes, and and this is the way I kind of thought for years. I was kind of raised that if you ever change, if you ever if you ever modify, that's not a good thing. Um, you know, we need to do the same thing we've done for years. This works. Don't don't you know try to fix what's not broken kind of thing. And so for a long time, I had a hard time with changing things in my ministry and adapting things in my ministry. But I got to a point where I thought, you know, I've got to do something. Our bus ministry was probably the biggest uh, thing for me. We we were seeing a slow death to our bus ministry, and so we had to change. And it was hard. My, my folks did not receive it well when I first went and said, hey, let's go from Sunday to Wednesday with our bus ministry. And I really had to sell them that this was going to be a good thing. And when we did it, it proved to be a great adaptation. Still doing the same thing, just on a different time. And that was that was really a good thing for us, adaptation. Yeah, you. I think we have to adapt. And that's what, that's what I think the Holy Spirit directs us to do is to adapt to the need we we want to make sure that we're remaining in those fundamental uh ideology from scripture but we've got to adapt we adapt to the people missionaries do that they they adapt they they don't um weaken the message or water the message but they adapt for the culture that they're in and so I am not saying that we should adapt everything we do. We're not talking about doctrine. So let's put that right. down. We're not talking about updating doctrine. We're talking about updating ministries. We're not talking about changing our beliefs. We're not talking about changing who we are. But we're talking about updating our ministries in order, hopefully and prayerfully, for them to be refreshed and effective that the Holy Spirit still must be the one who's preeminent in working in them, yet mm-hmm. they're they're relevant to where we are. Yeah, I, I want to say that, you know, I know we have a number of guys our age and maybe even a little bit older that listen, and some of them, I think, have struggled with that idea of, you know, we've got to change some things. Many, many of them have. Many guys have. Um, changing service times, uh, changing, you know, uh, activities, different things like that. Um, but th- there are some that kind of get stuck in that idea that we're just going to, we were born this way, we're going to die this way. And I got to say, when I see those ministries, I see them, most of them not flourishing. They're not really seeing growth. They're not seeing, you know, um, new life in a lot of those churches. And I, I think there's a time when you've got to ask yourself, do I do I now need to change something so that I can be more relevant in our society? And as you said, we don't change doctrine. Can we change program? Can we change style? Those things, adaptation. Yeah, so when we're adapting, you know, let's, let's take an example. Um, you know, people will sort of intimate that Sunday school, that every church should always have Sunday school. And amen. Uh, I think I was one of those people for a long time. But 
Sunday school is not in the scriptures, and Sunday school actually began as a school to teach boys and girls how to read. D.L. Moody it became one of the great promoters of Sunday school, but he wasn't the one who originated it. But it's, it's the idea that there were so many boys and girls that could not ever read their Bible, in Chicago especially, that they sent the wagons around to bring them in by the wagon load so people would teach them their ABCs, teach, people teach them how to read and write. They would also do a Sunday school lesson, so to speak, you know, a Bible lesson. But they were teaching them. And the reason they had to do it on Saturdays is because, first of all, most of the people were busy working. And secondly, many of those children were working. They yes. were in factories and things like that. And so so it became, you know, Sunday was the day that, you know, you do not, uh, nobody works. You know, it, it was just almost like the unwritten law in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that was the only mm-hmm. day that those children had available to be able to, you know, get picked up and people be able to teach them. That's how it started. That's not what we do today. Mm-hmm. I, I think in if I remember the history, uh, some of the origins of Sunday school were people would travel so far from the farm to go to church that they would spend a good portion of the day at the church. It was a, it was almost a day long event where you'd get there, you know, in the morning and they would stay until sometimes the late afternoon. And so they had that time on Sundays as well to, to take that extra time with children to be able to give them those extra things. Well, while the adults were praying or, you know, maybe even having a service for them, the kids would have a special time. So some of those things. So, yeah, Sunday school today, I think, is still still a vital part of our ministry, but you can do it different ways for sure. Yeah, so um, I have this somewhere in my records. That I'm going to have to go through and, and actually find it. But I was reading a book by a Puritan. And in the 1600s, and he had given a description of a normal Lord's Day service. And so don't quote me completely, but it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, they would meet, they would have 30 minutes of prayer. Right. Then they would have 45 minutes of scripture reading. Then -hmm. they would have 20 minutes of singing. Then they would have... 20 minutes of prayer. Then they would have a lesson on the scriptures, and it usually was 30 plus minutes. Then they would have prayer. Then they would have some singing. And then they had a message that went about an hour and a half. So they're right. We will hear people today saying, hey, people normally only had one service, so we're fine with our 40 minute service right. for the week. Right. Yeah, that one right. service I added up is almost three hours and 45 minutes because right. they were making use of the time they could never get together otherwise. I mean, the cows have to be milked and on and on, you know. Yep. So, you know, they better yeah. do their chores and, and come on out to the services. And you're right, they're there most of the day. They'd have fellowship, they'd have food. And, and it was an event being around God's people. So uh, they made it worth it. But... I mean, that's a heavy dose of stuff. So uh, we're not doing yeah. that today. And that's that's why we sort of have chopped up our services 
because I don't think our people could handle that today. I don't know oh, if I no. could handle that today. I'd like to be spiritual and say, man, I'd love it. I don't know. I I tell you one thing, I'd probably grow a lot going through that. Yeah. But, you know, that's why we divide up. So we've we've all adapted already from what historically has been for almost 1,500 years. Right, right. I guess the question is, how do you know when to make that adaptation or change? That's the big question. Yeah, yeah it would be. Uh, because effectiveness, you can't measure that always. You know, just us as human beings of what is effective uh, because th- mm-hmm. of the eternal rewards. There are many people who say today, I hear this a lot, door-to-door doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does work because we just had, you know, 120 workers knock on doors yeah. and bring boys and girls to, to uh, a, a situation where 109 got saved. They would never mm-hmm. have been reached had nobody knocked on that door. And, and so it mm-hmm. does work. But I'll tell you one thing, door-to-door does not work whenever three people out of 200 people in the church are doing it. Yeah, yeah, good valid point. Yeah, good so, valid point. But, but I think it's the Spirit of God who, who has to mm-hmm. reveal that, and I think he's going to reveal it to the pastor eventually. Maybe some other people are yeah. burdened and they don't know something's not right, something's not moving, we, we want this. And I'm not talking about trying to be mod. We'll, we'll look at some of those other words, you know, but... But adapting, yeah. there's nothing wrong with adapting to reach people where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I learned this. I was out in California um, about 20 years ago, and I was with Brother Paul Chapel, who has done incredible work out there. And I asked him, I said, how in the world have you done what you've done? And he said, well, let me show you. And he showed me their visitation plan and how they did it and materials. And I went back to St. Thomas. I did the exact same thing that they did, exact same, and did not see the, see the same result. Yeah. And I learned this. California is not Canada. Yeah, there and you St. Go. Thomas, Ontario is not Lancaster. There you go. That's right. I mean, I mean, in the United States, the north is not the yes. south, and the east is not the west. And the northeast. And it's different. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to you have to understand where you're at and who you're dealing with, and that's that's a big thing. Let's um let's leave it there, and let's pick up on Wednesday with some of those questions of when is it time to make change. Yeah, and we've got a lot of words um, here to go over. We yep. do a lot of words. I, I don't know if we'll get through all of them, Maybe but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely um, some ideas of when to change Amen. And, and what to change. I think we could talk about a lot of those things. So that's awesome. So from Kinross, Michigan and the Canaan land, uh, Bible camp, uh, I just want to tell you that I'm so honored and blessed to be back here. And these folks have been so good to me. We had a great day yesterday. This church, brother Wolven, I've said it before. Fundamental Baptist church is one of those most unusual churches, I think in America. Kinross, Michigan has a population of 7,000 people. I, I don't think they have two restaurants in Kinross. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about 20 minutes from Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, oh, yeah. which is right at the border with Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Um, and this church is expanding again to be able to seat 725 people. Amen. I think they had, in the middle of summer vacation, I believe they had yesterday over 600 people Amen. in church. Um, Brother Tim Rader, who is a dear friend of mine, 
I asked him, I said, how have you done this? He said, longevity. We've just been here a long time going at it. And their church on Sunday nights, they take tally of how many tracks their people have passed out. And on average, their people pass out between 150 and 300 tracks a Amen. week. It's amazing. Amen. It's amazing. So uh, honored to be here. Looking forward to a great week. And uh, in the following week of this podcast, I'll give you some of the results of what's happening. Amen. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio, falling asleep at the switch. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> at this night. It's been a long week. So uh, whoever I am talking to, wherever I am right now, God bless you. <laughs> he dozed off. He dozed off on me. <laughs> oh, man. This is Tip Talks. Thank you for listening. God bless you. We'll be back on Wednesday with this idea of ministry updates. When's it time to update your ministry? It could be now. Find out on Wednesday. This is Tim Talks. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.